show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. On 107.9, The Fan. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach with you. Tyler Huff is in route. He should be sliding into the chair any second now, but we welcome you to the Tuesday version of our little program. Today we have a handful of stuff. Obviously, happy Halloween to all of you out there who celebrate the All Hallows' Eve. If you actually understand the history of the uh, the day, not necessarily uh, uh, wrong to be dressing up as, as something scary. It's the uh, uh, tomorrow, what, Day of the Dead, I believe, is what tomorrow actually is. So today is the eve of that, the uh, holiday that uh, takes its origins to uh, Mexico, I believe. Anyway, we, uh, we, we welcome you and uh, wish you a happy Halloween. Hopefully you uh, are safe today. Don't be silly out there. It's going to be really cold tonight. I don't know if too many kids do the uh, middle of the week trick-or-treating any longer. I drove away from my house today, coming over here to the station, and uh, just habit at night, I click on my, my porch light before I leave, and I drove away thinking, oh, crud, I left my porch light on, which means kids are going to think, yeah, come on up and trick-or-treat, and there's nobody there. So... Uh, my dogs, I'm sure, will greet them tonight. <laughs> they'll they'll have fun hearing dogs barking on the other side of the door. Anywho, uh, we will today be doing our um, Nukes Sports Trivia question. We have been striking out on Tuesdays. We are an offer so far for Tuesday's uh, version of trying to give away $10 gift cards to Nukes Eatery. We're going to try again at 5.30 or the bottom of the hour today and see if we can't get a winner. We will uh, certainly talk a little baseball today since uh, Game 4 of the World Series is set to begin here in just a little while. We've got high school football on the menu. Last time we saw Tyler Huff in here, Liberty Ilo still had not turned in its snapshot day because snapshot day hadn't happened. didn't happen until Friday. So we'll uh, get Tyler in here. We'll talk about that. Leopards had a uh, successful Friday night with a much-needed district win over Pittsburgh on Friday. That gets him into a place where it's a winner-take-all against North Lamar over at Harris Field this coming Friday night. You win, you're in. You lose, you start uh, rolling out basketballs because football season comes to an abrupt ending. It's always, you know, it's, it's a tough place to be. Some schools are in a place right now where, you know, there's nothing to play for. There's no chance to get in the playoffs. You're just trying to finish out the season. Other teams playing for seeding, possibly. That's not a winner-take-all kind of proposition. You're, you're not playing to get in. You're playing to, you know, maybe you'll get a home game. Maybe not. Maybe you get a different level of opponent. Maybe not. But you know you're getting to play another week of football. And then there's Liberty Ilo and North Lamar this week who basically are facing the playoffs beginning on Friday. It's win and you keep playing, lose, and your season comes to an end. It's an abrupt end to a uh, long season, 
and you hate that it ends that way, but for everybody, beginning next week, they're all going to be facing that. So for the Leopards, it's a week early. They'll face North Lamar and try to get themselves one more week of stuff. And that one more week of stuff means as a bonus, you get to take on the Carthage Bulldogs. So if you didn't like, you know, just saying, well, the season's not going to end, you get the number one team in the state and the, what, nine-time now state champion. Tyler Huff, great to see you. What's going on, my man? What are you doing? I'm listening to you on the way. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounded great. Great oh, yeah. start. Great start. Great start, huh? Great start. I didn't tell, well, I didn't tell the story because I hadn't got around to it yet, but I'm, I'm walking around with, I think, maybe a concussion. Really? Yes. Why you think that? What'd you do? I was outside before I came here, about an hour before I came here, uh-huh. and I was moving a piece of plywood. I got a neighbor, a new neighbor behind me. It's got a big white dog. There had always been a barrier. The dogs in my yard couldn't see. Well, that barrier's gone. So I had a couple of pieces of plywood outside my fence. I went and got the smaller one. I went to put it in front of the fence to keep the dogs from seeing each right. other and making them. And as I stood up, I went right into a oh my branch, a low-hanging limb. Oh my goodness! I don't think I'm bleeding. No, you look pretty good. Yeah, but I'm but I'm feeling. You're it. feeling. Yeah, it, I'm though. seeing stars right now. <laughs> That's never good. So, if if I just happen to clunk my head in the middle of this presentation, it was a concussion. You. I got you. <laughs> I didn't ever stroke. I just had a concussion. So uh, for for those wondering what that noise might be, that we'll may know, be it today. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get you out of here if that happens. Yeah, I've cut those limbs back. I thought. Yeah. Well, hey, not that one. I wonder how that that barrier got away. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a thank question. you. That was a question I was asking. Me too. I would have been. Too. I had some colorful language. Well, where'd the thing go anyway? <laughs> colorful. As I'm I'm paying attention to putting the thing in there and getting it right, and then stood up and right into this branch. Oh. oh. Thing. I so, that. I'm, I'm sure I'm abrazed. I'm sure tomorrow when I get I'm, in the shower, yeah, you're gonna feel it without much hair barrier already. You're gonna feel it. Yeah, I'm gonna feel it tomorrow. Cold water. Cold water. I'm not gonna <laughs> think about it. cold water. It's gonna be 26 it's tomorrow crazy. morning. I'm not taking a cold shower at six <sighs> o'clock in the morning. Never that one. No. no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt tomorrow. Yeah, probably so. Anyway, it's good to see you. You as a well. Great Friday for Liberty Island last Friday. week. I agree. Finally. Finally. Finally, it's been a while. It's been, what, week four since we got in the win column? Well, um, district wins are different. District win is a, a whole lot different, especially against a pretty decent opponent. I mean, I know Pitt's record is two in, I think, seven or something and such, but uh, they're a pretty decent team, I will say. Uh, they've been running the wing tee the past couple of years. This year they came out unset. Uh, same running back they've had the past couple of years. Different coach, same coach. Same coach. So he went from wing wing T to shotgun. To the shotgun. Kind of similar to Pleasant Grove in the same time frame, too. But, uh, I mean, they looked pretty good. Uh, Thing was, Leopards came out hungry. Defense played pretty well. Offense got got some big plays. Prevo got into the end zone twice offensively. His first two offensive touchdowns of the year, which is crazy crazy to me as well. How did that happen? I don't know. But it happened, and uh, but well, and we're breaking in new quarterback right, this year, right, right, so I right. get the fact that that you know the passing game wasn't as yeah. dangerous as Polished a year as ago. It's been, yeah, but it's hard to believe week nine. Yeah, and just even accidentally, you figure he might get in. First right. one, he scored two defensively. Right, right, right. He's even right. gotten into the end zone on what he's you know highly touted it for. But I don't know. But he he had two good ones. One of them was a one handed. Fourth down and like twelve, I think it was from like the twenty-four yard line, 
and I was fourth and goal actually. They bagged up. They got yeah. a personal foul, some one hand over the the DB. It was it was a great catch. But uh, anyways, outside of that, offense looked pretty good. Defense looked pretty good. Now it's just carrying it over to a team that's was hot at one point this year. North Lamar. I mean, yeah. I, I know the talent that they've played against is not comparable comparable to the teams LE has played against. But I mean, you can't you can't take a win away from from a team that's earned it. I'm reading Pittsburgh's banged up. They were a little banged. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here. I mean, uh, North Lamar. North Lamar. Right. Yeah. North Lamar's got uh, JV kids on the roster mm. now playing. Now that's not good. No, that's not good. And, and end of the year, they just ran into PG, yeah. who slapped them around. Crazy. Which you know, a lot of teams have been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering, was the remnants of the Hawk game for Liberty Ilo? Did you see it? Was there a different sense of like, hey? This is not the team that lost to Spring Hill or not yeah, the team that lost ago, to yeah. Gilmer. Yeah. They just kind of got run out of the building. They yeah. played so much better against PG. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that carried forward? I did. I did. You saw some of the same things that you saw in that Pleasant Grove game. And I, I will say this. The Leopards did get a few guys back that have been hurt the past couple of weeks. Helpful. Uh, you're starting right tackle, uh, Shamar Pickett. That's a huge help getting him back. Uh, you get your your one of your main defensive linemen in Avion Golston, who is probably one of the leading tacklers on the team. He's in the backfield causing chaos most Friday night. So to get those two linemen back, that that kind of helped out oh, on the yeah. fronts on both sides of the ball for sure. And then there's a couple other pieces that came back as well that kind of contribute. But um, I, I do think that 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 continuity and the and that that energy that they had in that Pleasant Grove game kind of carried over to Friday. And you got to carry it over to this Friday too because you, you can't. You know, underestimate North Lamar. Anything can happen, just as you didn't think Spring Hill would you no, know, pull it right. off as well. But you, you got to come in, you got to prepare, and you got to play as if, you know, this is the last game, you know, whether it is or whether it's not. And um, from what I'm being told, Thursday will be the game next Thursday against Carthage right, right. for the winner. Yep. And so, um, I mean, it's a it's a hard task to win this game, but then, you know, it'll be even harder task to, you know, Get up and prepare for the the big bag. Carthage got uh, got Longview already reserved for yep. next Pine Thursday. Tree. Yes, sir. Oh, Pine tree. Pine tree. Not yes, sir. Not Longview. Not Longview. Longview. Pine tree. Pine tree. Yeah, because I saw tree. somebody else was actually at Longview. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, it'll be uh, Thursday night at Pine Tree. Okay. Earl Gill just told me that. Well, then it must be true. It must be true. That's the gospel. <laughs> gospel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right? he literally just called me on the way here. And, Excellent. Uh, he was telling me that. So. Okay. Yeah. So you know. I'm a. It's all sitting right here. Mm-hmm. A, a season that's kind of been up and downy hasn't had a lot of highlight moments. Yeah. If you can finish this thing off and say, "Look, we won two at the end, and we got in the playoffs. We got another week." You know what happens with Carthage is going to happen it's with Carthage. Happen, you, you're either going you're going to be up for this, and you're going to surprise them. You're going to punch them in the mouth, or. Yeah. They're going to steamroll you because it's not going to be, no, not going to be a, a, uh, a three-point no, game. Not at you all. You feel like either the Leopards are going to have to come out and just leave it all on the field or they're going to get steamrolled. But that's week 11. Yeah, you don't even worry about that yet. This one's the one yeah, right here. One. Yeah. You put a lot of demons to bed mm-hmm. for what had been a weird year yeah, for sure. getting the playoffs. Yeah, you're, and, and, and it's, it'll be a crazy story to be one of, you know, it's always a crazy story when you have two, three-win teams that get into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, you, you've had some going to roll. I think the um, Terrell last year yeah. against Texas High, they, I did. they came in three or four wins on the season, and you beat, beat back undefeated Texas High That's at right. home, you That's know, right. in the first round. So you, you never know what could happen. But I will say this. I think the Leopards are kind of finding their sweet spot at the right time of the season. Thank goodness. I, I know you lost the 
PG, but at the same time, I know we don't go off moral victories, but that is a moral victory. Just just being honest with you. <laughs> and so um, you you get hot, you and you keep that same playing that you've had carrying over from that game to Pittsburgh, and I think they kind of found some things that worked in that game that they liked as well. Um, and so you got you just kind of kind of keep building on that and kind of keep the the hot the street the hot street that you got going on going. I, I'm guessing. If nothing else, Dawoski Davis and that staff have to be happy that the message they're giving this week is one that isn't coming off a moral victory yeah, sure, yeah. or one that's coming off of we we can do better. Right. We've got glimmers. Now it's actually one off we, of we, we did it. We did better. Yeah, yeah. This is what we've been talking about for eight weeks, nine weeks. Now here's what we can do. Now we just got to apply it because when we see what happens when we do, we got a W, we're all happy, we're celebrating, and we're talking about the playoffs. That's true. I will say this, um, and Earl pointed this out Friday night in the booth. I I was listening to you on the way in, and uh, you were talking about the uh, snapshot numbers. Yeah. Looking at the rosters um, and the teams during the game Friday night, Pitt was about evenly matched number-wise with L.E. So I don't know – you know what their numbers are, school wise, district wise, or anything like that. But football team wise, right? You know we've talked about how the debt for Ellie is sure. not is not what it's been. Obviously, years past, but Pitt was kind of the same way. They didn't have many guys. I didn't see. I'll go back and look while we hit the break. Mm-hmm. Gilmer's numbers were up a little bit. It looked like PG's numbers were about the same, almost identical. They're going to stay where they are. Right. I thought. North Lamar and Pittsburgh were also pretty consistent to where they've been. Probably I don't so. see any of those four moving. Okay. I think LE's number 538. Yeah, 538, that, yes, sir. That seems to be right, yeah. which probably is going to mean that you're sliding down. Probably so. I, 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 you know, we won't know until I think right, just right, right. when they actually give us a classification. And the, the questions center around what's 7A going to look like. True. Because that's going to be the wild card that nobody really knows. How many schools – because this is not going to be necessarily about anything more than we've got to get equal number of schools per classification and then per division per classification. So depending on how many go to seven tells us how far we're sliding everybody down to go into 5D1 and 5D2 and so on down the the hill. I don't know if that means we're going to be – 3A Division One. Don't know. Or th- the number slides its way down to where we have to have more schools involved, and, and Liberty Island continues to be a 4A. Yeah. You'd be one of the smallest 4As in the state if that's, that's the case. That and true. I don't know you want to be there. Nah, especially not in Region 2 where it's low. No. You know, it uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't help at all. No kidding. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and chew on that a little bit as well. Uh, it's about 15 minutes after the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Tyler Huff. Quick break, and we're coming right back on the fan 1079. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. All right, welcome back. 18 and a half after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Tyler, Huff, as we are hanging out today, we're talking uh, we're talking high school football to start things off. And uh, I was looking a little earlier about the uh, potential playoff matchups. Nothing matters until you get in. Right. Nothing matters until you get past the first round. Right. All the rest doesn't matter. But uh, looking at Texas highs for just a minute, gosh almighty, they've got – 
a murderer's row potential to get through to get out of the region to try to, cliff somewhere along i think that would be too. potentially the second, second round, or third so. round yeah. and then you've got either melissa and lovejoy Ooh. in the fourth round Ooh. with uh, terrell in the first and I, I can't remember if it's Midlothian or somebody like that's a yeah. it, it's 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 serious. Road, huh? <laughs> it's, it's some serious, but you know yeah. that's just how it is. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. region. We were talking about um, uh, Liberty Ilo and PG being in four two a, and that that region is top heavy. Right, Carthage, yeah. PG, Gilmer, right. and then it tends to be a lot more kind of open ended. Yeah. Um, but that. Four a five A division two not helping is just yeah I remember looking at it last season and I was like woo Texas High has a you know a slate to to you're run the table kidding. but that's what happens when you're a big boy school yeah, well <laughs> that's what happens you know I'm, of course I'm doing games for Longview and yeah. there's the possibility Longview's about to go to six whoa and you know right now they're in that sweet spot of they're not quite as good as Alito yeah. But feel like they're about as good as anybody else. Mm-hmm. But that's the one you got. Well, you go to six, and now you're talking about unless seven A is actually going to envelop yeah. a bunch of schools. Right. That, yeah. But if if Duncanville or DeSoto or any of those guys happen to still be in six, Alito's moving up to six. Yeah, Lancaster and Forney are moving up to six. Right. Highland Park's going back down to five. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Huh. They look like they slid back down again. But wonder yeah, is that by design. It has all in the past been by design they've always been just small enough to not have to go to six they bumped up to six the last time and now they've quickly bumped down where it looks like it'll be five again we haven't heard their name in anything since they moved to six very true that's very true but uh, they don't usually Hmm. tolerate that for long and they Hmm. get back where they need to be which is back down to five back at five but uh, yeah some very difficult challenges out there the next round of wherever things are going to be to me it's always fun Mm -hmm. It's fun seeing new schools. It's going to new places. Right, right, yeah. You hate the conversation that you may lose potential rivalry mm-hmm. opponents on your schedule. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense anymore. We had this conversation a week or so ago about mm-hmm. how PG and Hooks mm-hmm. forever were rivals, mm-hmm. much more so than Liberty Ilo and PG. It was kind of Liberty Ilo, Atlanta, PG, Hooks. Right. And they haven't played Hooks really since Years. Gibson's been here just yeah. because <laughs> – they got so much bigger hooks, yeah. got so much smaller. Right. It didn't make any sense. Nah. I don't know if not right now though. Both of them being hot, huh? Hooks may not be yeah. a team that could handle that. That's true. Bump up to playing a four A 4A Division two team. I even said at one point I think you know hooks could hang with some of the teams in this area, um, bigger school wise. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I genuinely think so because they have competitive guys number one then number two they have some talented guys yes they do and not just Keyshawn Walls which is you know the the big guy right. in, in hooks you know with name wise but and, and, and he's a he's a he's a star himself but they have some other pieces uh they lost their quarterback Trip Basinger early in the season and I, I used to coach LEYA football years ago when it first started and so um hooks was one of the Young youth association teams that were in the it's a Western Bowie County football gotcha. league is what it is and it's Hooks, Decab, New Boston, all those teams. I think Pleasant Grove is in it now and okay. other, some other teams around the Atlanta, uh, around the area. But um, the coach's son, the head coach's son right, right now, which is the starting quarterback now, right. he was the Hooks. Birdwell. Birdwell, yep. yes. Couldn't think of his last name. There you go, Birdwell. Bird, young Birdwell was the. Sixth grade quarterback, okay. and I'm like, this guy's 
a high school linebacker at 13 years old. Who are we about to tackle today? Yeah, yeah. Good luck and, with that. Yeah, and so, you know, and that was years ago. And I always said to myself, when he gets to high school, he'll, he'll be something. And, and, and he's doing it at a young age. He's only a sophomore. Yep. You know, stepped in at a big spot as a freshman last year, kind of playing some defense and I think some receiver as well. And, you know, to be elevated into that role and coming with a lot of pressure, your dad being yeah. the coach. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's a lot of pressure. And I think he's doing a, a, a good job, a great job. And I think, you know, having him in that spot will kind of help that team moving forward, even when they lose guys like Keyshawn Walls and all the other talented guys that they have. Yeah, one of the uh, the online sites, the Friday Night site, uh, put a poll out there the other day about which school you think has the best chance to go yep. to state, to win state. Mm-hmm. And they left it kind of open-ended. Mm-hmm. And who do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know that Hooks isn't the school that I'll look I at and so say, too. you know what? They have the better shot, huh? They, well, you know, PG's got the the Carthage monster to get through. <laughs> right. If you if you get through them, right, you're good. You never know. You never know. Texas High's got a murderer's row to go through. Correct. You don't Correct. have to win one tough game. You've got to win Correct. four a tough games to get out. Yeah. I don't know about the lower levels at Arkansas. I don't know who's really over there any longer. They've kind of moved things around. But I don't know Hooks doesn't have the best chance to work its way into a state finalist conversation. I agree. They got weapons. They do. They are dynamic. Mm-hmm. They put they they have no problem playing above the competition. Some mm-hmm. teams play down to the competition. Mm-hmm. Like I've got an eh. Not so great opponent. I'm not going to play that great this week. I'll win. I know I'm going to win. Yeah. But Hooks feels like one of those teams that they don't play around. Nah, we're, don't. we're going to do business. Yeah. And at the end of the night, Hooks wins convincingly. Convincingly. There, every single week. There aren't, um, <laughs> aren't a lot of teams that do that. No. And it makes you kind of feel like while they haven't necessarily been pushed and challenged too right, much. Right, 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 right. not a slouch. They're not. And that's not. I, we talked about that last week. Right. Uh, you know, I think that was maybe the most competitive game that they might have yeah. along the, the stretch here. But I don't know. I think they do have it set up to where, you know, they, they can run the run the table, run the slate, and, yep. and get to the state, state championship game. And you kind of saw it with them in basketball last year. You know, it's kind of a Cinderella story. Yep. You know, it's not a Cinderella story football-wise, but you got to think about it. Winning trickles down throughout a program sometimes. You know, you mentioned that. Yeah. L.E. got – all the way to the state yep. finals in baseball. Yep. You see, we when when, yep. when you guys were playing, right? That that oh six oh seven years. Yeah. yeah, baseball was really good. Really good. Yep. Got a state championship. Yep. Football was really good. A lot of those guys were on both of those teams. Yep. There's something about when one part of the school's programs begin to start hitting it. Yep. The it other goes. seems to follow behind, behind because you're walking the hall with the guys. Yep. We're it's on. True. You know, we took care of our business. When are you going to take care of yours? Yep. It's a little different emphasis of peer pressure, if you will, about, hey, yep. we're good enough to win at this sport in this school. Why aren't we good enough to win at this sport? Facts. And it's hooks. It's a small school. It's some of the same guys that were, you know, oh, yeah. on, that, on the court. So yeah. I think that kind of does play a factor as well in the competitiveness, for sure. All right. So we got uh, all that. Yep. Uh, we got a break here in about five minutes. We're going to remind folks we're doing our Nukes giveaway. You had reminded me last week. We're all for oh, for on Tuesdays. I've got two questions. Uh oh. One of them's really easy. Okay. Baseball? No. Okay. One of them's a little more of a challenge. <laughs> okay. It is baseball. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to decide. We might need to go with the easier See? one for two. 
those days. I'm feeling like this is my my, my class that needs the yeah, yeah, questions. Yeah. Not to not to say anything about the Tuesday crowd. Not to I'm not trying to target anybody oh, here. I'm not yeah. trying to you know call anybody mm. out. But I, I told you my buddy said he had it last week. Just ah yeah, but you got to have it for real. <laughs> listening. Yeah, see, wrong time. Huh? Does that sound like a Tuesday? That time, see, Does that sound like a Tuesday class. That's I, true. That's I heard true. what you said, but I wasn't really listening. I got a third period class, got that same thing going on. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm that just gonna say, right. So I'll probably go with the easy one just because. That sounds good. Uh, oh, hang on. Before we get going here, I'm going to have to deal with that. Hey, you're in the yard. Well, are you? Yeah, hello. Maybe not. Uh oh. So much for the ghosting try. us. We'll try. Here we go. You're in the yard. No one ran. <laughs> no. But it's a good guess. It's actually if I go with my if I go with my tougher you hung up already. If I go with my tougher question, that was actually a really good guess and could have been a potential answer for my second question. Wow. Wonder wonder, wonder how he had an idea about that one. I'm not giving that one. Oh, uh, I wouldn't either. I'm not doing it. Uh oh. Is that sci fi guy? No. Oh, no, no, no. It's Kevin Kreitz. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. That's a, there's some of the people around here who harass us. Gotcha. Got to remember. Learning it's all here. love. <laughs> it's all love. It's just that kind of love. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, coming after we get out of the break and do the Nukes uh, trivia thing. Big trade in the NBA. Big trade in the NBA. Couple of trades in the NFL. Couple of trades in the NFL. I heard about that during basketball. And play. we got uh, World Series game number four tonight. Oh, and before I get into that, the ratings came out. We talked about yesterday. I heard, I heard. Game one ratings mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Game two ratings Saturday night. Hmm. The worst <laughs> ever. Ooh. Wow. The lowest World Series wow. ratings ever wow. Saturday night. No, wow. it was the it was the best rated program Saturday. Okay. It beat the Georgia Florida game and others, but it was the worst rated World, World Series. Series game two ever. Wow. wow. You told me nobody wanted to watch this. You said it before it even happened. I watched the whole thing last night. I watched all, I I watched, I watched I, all of I game flipped. three last night. I flipped. I didn't even flip. I was impressed by that Lions game. So I, I Oh God. It. I was. Okay. Give me your honest scale of one to ten. I'm don't well, Lions uniform slash helmet last night. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> I've never liked their uniform combination and color scheme. See, I don't mind it before with the blue and it's, the gray helmet, yeah. silver helmet. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. and the uh, Honolulu blue. Yeah. I like that combination. But when they flipped it around, Ugh. you've got the you've got the road team Raiders. Mm-hmm. What's their color scheme? White and silver. <laughs> right. We're gonna do the Lions uniforms that slate gray. Right, right. And then those garish, horrible helmets. blue helmets. Doesn't look good, does it? They'd switch it back around, huh? That was the worst. <laughs> Just visually, I guess that's that a Monday night football theme of we want to look good on uh, national TV. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember who did. We had one a couple years ago that when they were doing the color color thing. rush, yeah, yeah, color rush. Somebody yeah. was like really, really bold green, and somebody was like really, really bold red. Yeah, it looked like Christmas on the field. <laughs> I cannot remember who it was. Probably uh, Seattle. I bet it was. Yeah, the I don't know who it was. I just know when I after the baseball game, I flipped over to that and went, "Oh my god, mm. why?" 
guy. You had to cut that off, huh? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. I got to give this a trivia thing. 903-735-9905. That's our number. Or you can put the answer up on Facebook. That is working today. What we're looking for is this. Uh I'm putting this on a T for you people, by the way. I'm basically giving you $10. (laughs) Rumble in the jungle. You know what I'm talking about, right? Boxing match. Ali was a winner. Right. Who'd he beat? Rumble in the jungle. You don't know that. Turn the dial. That's easy radio station go listen to polka someplace because this isn't for you 903-735-9905 coming right back tyler huff chuck zach leaving the yard on the fan 25 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Tyler, up with you. I got people calling. We had an issue with the phone, but uh, someone texted the right answer, or, or actually uh, Facebook the right answer, early on. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I'm not so sure I'm cool with this, but the greatness it is Matt Fry. Matt Fry. Oh, Matt Fry. Who, uh, Former teacher of mine. Where is he really? Yes, sir. Middle school, high school. All well, Matt's an old guy then. He's a lot older than I thought he was. Uh, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to date him, but. <laughs> That's all right. All right, well, Mr. Fry. He's a great Grandpa guy. Grandpa Fry yeah. got him $10. <laughs> he was in the peak of his career back then, too. Was he really? He was in the prime. Really? Looked Sweet young, spot. Looked good. Looked young. Looked good, but, you know, that beard is oh, yeah. kind of dating itself now. He's got the Grizzly Adams. Yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> no, I love Mr. Fry's good he's guy. A, he's an outstanding young man. That's For all sure. I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, you got 10 bucks coming. Shout out to him. I'll leave it up front for you. Come on in. Tell him your name. <laughs> They'll probably pat you down just to make sure. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. George Foreman, the right answer. George Foreman. You didn't know that. Aki, I got nothing for you. When you said rumble in the jungle, I had to shake my head for a little bit. Because I used to watch WWF E. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Rumble in the Jungle yep. and things like that. So I was Royal Rumble. Think where you were going? Yeah, Royal there Rumble. There we go. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Let's see yeah. where we were going here. Well, there you go. We finally broke the Tuesday curse. Finally, after a month. Tuesdays on the board. Halloween. How about that? That's it. <laughs> That's what it was. It, <laughs> it was Halloween. Friday the Thirteenth, April Fool's Day, or Halloween. Halloween. We don't do it on Friday, so it's out. Yeah. Halloween's the winner. All right, big trade in the NBA. Woo. Wow. After uh, months of saying, I want out of Philly, 76ers finally pulled the trigger, and they sent James Harden packing. And I'll be honest with you, um, I'm not surprised at the destination. Me neither. I just am afraid of what it's going to do to the L.A. Clippers to have to now deal with James Harden. I like... If I'm the Clippers adding P.J. Tucker to that trade, I like P.J. Tucker. He does a lot of dirty work stuff. And if you're going to be a playoff team, you're going to have to have somebody who's that guy. But I just don't know how Kawhi and uh, and Russell Westbrook Westbrook and Paul Paul George George. and Harden all fit together. 
I, I don't get it. I don't get it either, and I don't think it's a good fit, personally speaking. No. I don't think it's a good fit. Him and Paul George are kind of similar players. I mean, they do different things, but they kind of have similar games at the same time. And so I don't think you got better. Maybe with P.J. Tucker, now that's a nice role piece I like to that add one. to your, your bench or whatever to have more depth. But I don't think James Harden coming into the Clippers is going to elevate them to a championship team. It's going to happen. You got too many pieces. You got too many people that are ball dominant. And now I think now you got to decide what you're going to do with Westbrook too because he's the odd man out here if you right. ask me. Now, Westbrook and, and Harden have played yeah, they, together. Yeah, they got together, yeah. In the past, Harden was sixth man at Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. So Durant and Westbrook played starting unit. Mm-hmm. Harden came in, a little less minutes, but was instant offense. Mm-hmm. He's not the shooter he used to be. Mm-hmm. He's more of a distributor more now. More of a distributor, more of a guard. I don't know that I don't think about putting him with the second unit, though. At the point or something. And trying to say, I'm going to give my starters the 12 to 18-minute blow during the game, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you to do that 12 to 18 minutes. Yeah. And you orchestrate what goes on on the court then. But trying to figure those four guys, and just put Tucker in as the fifth or whoever their yeah, center is going to be. Yeah. I just can't see it. I can't either. I can't either. And, uh, I mean, that's that's a great idea. He could be a good six-man Lou Williams type of right. guy. You know, but he would have to accept that role. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I don't know if a guy like James Harden, who is headstrong, right? I don't know if he accepts a role as such because he's a guy that he knows that I'm a, I'm one of the top players at one point in the league. You know, is he still to this day? Not in my opinion. But at the same time, he's still a guy that can go out and get you 20 25 points a night. He can, but this isn't his team. Not at all. I mean, this is Kawhi and and Paul George's team. Yeah. It's not Russell Westbrook's team. No, not at all. It's those guys' team, and Harden's going to have to figure out how to get along. Yeah. And not not that he can't. He's played with superstars before. Everywhere, yeah. You know, Brooklyn, he was with Kyrie and and Durant. For sure. Just with MB last year. (laughs) But I I just, I'm scratching my head. Uh, It's not a good fit. This, to me, is... Subtraction by addition for the Clippers, and it's addition by subtraction for, for the, the Sixers. Sixers. For sure. I agree. I, but they got him out of there. They did. And there's no more questions lingering. What are you going to do with Harden? Is he going to play? You know, He showed up Friday and wanted to sh- wanted yeah, to go with right. the team to Milwaukee. Wouldn't let him in. For the huh? opener. They're like, no, you're not going. <laughs> Sorry, you got to get back. But yeah. I think they were working this the whole time, right. obviously. Yeah. Of I don't yeah. want him yeah. around the team. Yeah. We're getting our chemistry together. Yeah. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. They they couldn't make a deal happen this past weekend, but today they finally got all the pieces working, and goodbye. Well, now the question is, for me, Embiid, you know, he's now without a second option again. Well, is, Tyrese Maxey. He's pretty Maxie decent. He's, not, I, I think this is part of the deal with this is yeah. Maxey's ascending. He's ascending, and that is that is one of the things. He is taking that next that next step that he needs to take in his game. But at the same time, 
you got to prove yourself. That's true. You know, there's been a lot of people that has looked to take that next step and then, you know, they don't do it consistently. Kind of like Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton showed uh, when they were on that run to the NBA title, he looked as if he was ascending into the, the, that second option. But right. ever since then, you know, he got hurt and just hadn't, you know, been the same ever since. So you got to prove yourself. And, you know, for a guy like Embiid, who's hungry to win, do you wait on a guy like Maxi to prove himself or do you want out as well after so long? You know, he finally got an MVP. True. I think that this is a year of, you know, you watched Miami, excuse me, uh, Milwaukee, and you you watched Boston add. Mm -hmm. You didn't really add in Mm -mm. Philadelphia. You didn't. You didn't. Miami didn't really add. Not at all. They were looking to add. They didn't really. Mm -mm. It feels like the rest of the conference is just saying, all right, it's the Bucs, it's the Celtics. Mm -hmm. And... We'll all kind of pick up whatever. Second we'll, fiddle. We'll get in there, yeah. and you never know when we get in there if we can steal a, a game in one of those two places. Maybe we win a right. series. Yeah. But it feels like right now the Sixers threw up in a bunch of cap space. Mm-hmm. They've got like $70 million of cap space available next summer. Hmm. I think they're going to bide their time this year. They're going to convince Embiid. We're just going to roll with what we do this year. Next year, we're going to add you some big dollar pieces. Some guys are going to come on the market, and we're going to be bidders. Hmm. That's your best option. That's, I, mean, I don't know what you tell them. You, know, you can't tell I mean, me. You, you got to tell them we're yeah. going to have big dollars available, yeah. and we're going to start looking. We're going to come to you. Yeah. Who do you think do are you guys want? you want us to have yeah. a conversation with about adding to this? Because this is Joel Embiid's team. It is. I'm talking about where the, the Clippers are. I think Embiid's going to now be the guy that says, I'm the alpha here, and there's mm-hmm. no question of that. Mm-hmm. And now we want to add pieces that are going to work with him. Yeah. And they've got money to do it next year. I agree. They do. That's a lot of cap space. He has a lot of cap space. It is. And it's probably all- the big chunk of what, they, <laughs> yeah. what they're spending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no question. No question. All right. Um, real quickly, before we take the, the break, because we got to come back and talk – World Series World and Series. baseball stuff, Absolutely. obviously. Trade in the NFL. The big one is the trade from Washington to San Francisco of Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They team in with Joey Bosa now, or whichever Bosa is their Nick, That's I guess. Joey. Is it Joey? No, it's Nick. Nick. It's Nick. It's Nick. It's Nick. It's Nick. They got two Ohio State guys right. who were second picks in the draft in back to back years. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah. 49ers got him for a third round draft choice. Crazy. Is he worth a third-round draft choice right now? Right now? Right now. I mean, he's been in Washington. I know. So, I mean, it's a little hard to judge. If we, No, not right now. Okay. I may give a fifth or later right now. Really? Yeah, fourth, fifth, later maybe. Then Washington got a great deal. I think so. But, I mean, he's a guy. He's still young. Yes, he is. He's maybe not even thirty yet. Maybe early no, 30s, oh no, he's not, not. No, no, he's not thirty. Yeah, I think he's about. No, he's only drafted in twenty twenty. Right, so, so he's probably twenty five. Twenty five, still young. You know, I mean, he's a guy that he has produced a little bit in Washington in his earlier years. You hadn't seen it, <clears throat> excuse me, recently. But like I said, it's Washington. Who has produced in Washington? <laughs> the Commanders moved Montez Sweat as well today. Uh-huh. Got a second round pick for him. Huh. Third round pick for Chase Young as they move both their defensive ends out. Wow. And load up on draft picks for 2024. We got to take a break. Hmm. 15 minutes till top of the hour. Tyler Huff, Chuck Zach. Leaving the yard here on the fan 1079.
We're back. About 10 minutes till the top of the hour, leaving the yard. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow on the big show, we'll have uh, Razorback Billy Lavender hanging out. Got to talk a little Texas high. Hogs didn't lose this weekend anyway, oh, oh. so we, we've got that. <laughs> Did they play? No. <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. <laughs> they buy. Uh, but you know what? If I'm up in Fayetteville, it buys a win. That's true. I can't talk. We lost to Kansas this week. Kansas, but Kansas is pretty good. I was going to say, Kansas isn't bad. Lightpoint has some balling right now. I don't know if Kansas and Kansas State aren't just maybe, maybe as good as they've ever, ever been, been combined. Yeah, true. That's they've very had true. years where one was – Kansas State had outstanding years. Yeah. Kansas had a couple. I don't know if together, though, this isn't as good as they've ever been. They had a, was it last year, two years ago, they were both ranked. Right. They're both ranked again right now, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, Kansas State has a chance to go to the Big 12 t- title game. So Kansas State's got to go down to Austin. Yeah, if they win, If though. they win down in Austin on Saturday, <laughs> and that's a big if. But they've done it. Usually at their place. Yeah, that's true, too. But Texas is without Quinn Ewers. True. This is a chance. Anything can happen. It's a chance if you're a Wildcat fan. If you're a Longhorn fan, you're like, there's no chance. No. They're not going down there beating the horns. They've come to Norman and beaten us numerous times. Yeah. I think like three straight, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. It's, uh, it's, they're disrespected nationally. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Because no one really thinks they're ever going to be there at the end of the day. And they'll have a couple of games they play well. Kansas beats in Oklahoma. Will they repeat that anywhere down the road? Nah. I Probably not. No. Nah. But it all there's a lot of extra motivation this year for the last chance to get a shot at these guys, Horns and Sooners. You get schools that have had historical good matchups against those true, teams, true. and now all of a sudden I get one more chance to punch you in the face before you leave, and here it Gotta is. Gotta do it. Here it is. Gotta Why do not? It. All right, speaking of punching in the face. Oh, remember we were talking before about uh, the bad ratings. Yeah. So Game 1 World Series, down 20% from last year. Astros, Ooh. Phillies. Of course, you got Houston and Philadelphia, which means you got the right, East Coast. Market, yeah. Here you got Dallas, Phoenix, and nobody East Coast. That's true. So you lose a bunch of television sets, and you're playing it, especially the Diamondbacks. Awkward times. Awkward times, and yeah. team nobody knows or cares about. No. Just to get this is this one blew me away. I've got this up on my screen to give you an idea. Because there were 9.17 million for game one. Last night, by the way, had just 8.15 million, down another million last night. Here's your numbers, though, to compare. That 9.17 game one World Series had a lower audience than the Iowa LSU Women's Basketball Championship game. Whoa. (laughs) It had audience than the Colorado Colorado State about football to say, game. So this is comparable to Pac-12 football is what I was about to say. Yes. This is crazy. That Dion's game against yeah. Colorado, Colorado State, State had a better audience than, than the, the World, World Series. Series. Wow. <laughs> I bet you all of Colorado's games. <laughs> this Maybe. Is crazy. But I, at four and four, probably not. Probably not now, yeah. Starting out. But it gives you a reminder about where baseball fits in the pecking order, and it's behind yeah. everybody else. Everybody else, yeah. It just is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Game three last night, not bad. If you're a Ranger fan, it's, it's it, pros and cons. Right. More Corey Seager. Mm-hmm. Gosh, 
you know, I, I doubted last year signing Simeon and Seager. I thought, eh, it's a lot of money on middle infield. They've been everything. They, they've delivered everything and more. Yeah. And Seager again last night. It, it wasn't necessarily the game winner at the moment, made it 3-0. Right. But it, it was came in the clutch. <laughs> Other positives. You got innings from Gray. Facts. And you got innings from the rest of the bullpen. Facts. And it reminds you still about Chapman being a wild card. Because he gave up the one run the Rangers gave up. Flip side. Scherzer's got Losing. tightness in the back. Yeah, all right. Now he took the the liner back off his elbow. Mm-hmm. He said it wasn't related to the back. He's had this back issue before. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of the back got tight. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're I'm sure gonna drug him up, shoot Something. him up, whatever. Yeah. He's got a few days between game three and probably what would be game six mm-hmm. before he has to worry about coming back in there. Maybe game seven. Mm-hmm. He's not really a conversation right now. Adolis Garcia is. He left that game with what looks like, if not an oblique, which is a horrible thing, a side. He pulled a muscle someplace yeah. in that trunk. Yeah. Never good sign. That's a week, <laughs> typically. That is. That, we're talking about a guy who had, without Seeger's bat, yeah. Garcia's been carrying the team. Carrying the team. He's Pretty been the much. MVP in the American League Championship yeah. Series. Give him seven games, he may be the MVP Facts. of the World Series. Facts. But his bat coming out of the lineup means what now? Yeah. Somebody, a Mitch Garver, somebody's yeah. going to have to step up and be the bat yeah. that they just really haven't had. Yeah. Not in about, this series so far. Think about how many runs he's produced for that team, whether it be RBIs or home runs, grand slams, all the exciting things he's done over the course of the playoffs for the Rangers. You take that away – you might not be at this point, to be honest with yep. you. And so um, I think – And a pretty darn good arm in right field we yeah, saw last yeah, night. Throws sure. out a runner at the plate as yeah. a Ranger defense shows up. Yep. Underrated part of this team. Yep. Young had a big play on that ball that careened off of Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Garcia has the throw to the plate to, to throw out a really poorly sent base runner from second. Mm-hmm. That, you got a slow runner who wasn't moving very well, <laughs> and he got thrown out by an impressive amount. I thought, yeah, yeah. Lance Lado. I thought so. Uh, uh, third base coach. If I'm, uh, I'm not sending him. No, there's no way I'm no, sending him. No. But they tested Garcia's arm and they paid for it. Ranger defense won that game. I thought last night yeah, they absolutely. had a chance to the yeah. Diamondbacks did to yeah. get the Rangers the on the ropes, yeah. and Ranger defense showed back up they again. Did. So. They did. Good news, you're up 2-1. Bad news is, you don't know about Scherzer. Worst news is, you don't know about Garcia. Yep. Now, tonight, Haney's going to get the start. He's been okay. Mm-hmm. Diamondbacks are going with committee tonight. Hmm. We're going to have an opener tonight. Hmm. An inning. <laughs> We're going to get one inning out of a guy. That's crazy. And then they're going to go through the bullpen and try to go an inning or two and work their way through and flip back to... Game four or game five, rather, having their regular rotation to go five, six, seven if they can finish out and get three games. Do They're going to try to steal the game tonight. Do you see them winning that way? Normally, no, but the Rangers aren't hitting. That's true. Garcia out of the uh-huh. lineup, and you're only going to see you're only going to see a team one time through, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to the next guy. I if if the Diamondbacks steal the game tonight with that, 
I don't know if I don't think the Diamondbacks yeah. don't win this series. Then, yeah, then you have yourself a series for sure. Rangers go up 3-1 tonight. You go back to Evaldi. You kind of feel like you got a chance to close this thing out in five, if not six. Mm. A big, this is a big game, I think, tonight. You were the, the, the sweep guy. I was a sweep guy. <laughs> I said that to Will Millbrooks. I, I texted him back and forth Friday before the game. Mm. I'm like, Rangers in four. He went, you're crazy. I said, no, Rangers in four. Yeah. He said he'll take six. He he's on the that should be five. We're <laughs> both the, wrong. Both of y'all five for sure. I tell you, should have been Rangers in four. It should have been. I agree with you. Let yeah. one get away at home. Yeah, it could have been two zero in the wrong direction. That's true too. Anyway, that's true too. It's good seeing you again. You as well, always. Let's get a win this Friday night from the Leopards. I agree. Let's Next week we'll playoffs. be talking about playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. Never would. How thought. you break down Carthage? <laughs> we'll talk about that hopefully next week. It's Tyler Huff. We're done. I'm Chuck Zach. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Don't forget tomorrow, Razorback Billy will hang out, talk uh, talk some Texas high stuff tomorrow. You guys take it easy. Have a great rest of your day. And again, happy Halloween. You're on the fan, 107.9. <laughs>